Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms at The Gratitude Chick. On Twitter, Gratitude underscore Chick. And on TikTok, Babes Who Manifest. Also, starting in November, I am setting up one-to-one coaching to help you plan out your future reality using both the law of assumption and the power of your subconscious mind. Both of these plans together starts at $50. Send me an email at thegratitudechick20 at gmail.com. Let's start today. everyone and welcome to another episode. Today we are reading, uh, still continuing on with the power of your subconscious mind. We are on chapter number three. I am not sure if I'm going to do the whole chapter because these chapters are super long. So we'll see how it goes as I read. This chapter is called The Miracle Working Power of Your Subconscious. The power of your subconscious is enormous. It inspires you, it guides you, and it reveals to you names, facts, and scenes from the storehouse of memory. Your subconscious started your heartbeat, controls the circulation of your blood, regulates your digestion, assimilation, and elimination. When you eat a piece of bread, your subconscious mind transmutes it into tissue, muscle, bone, and blood. This process is beyond the kin of the wisest man who who walks the earth. Your subconscious mind controls all the vital processes and functions of your body and knows the answers to all problems. Your subconscious mind never sleeps, never rests. It is always on the job. You can discover the miracle working power of your subconscious by plainly stating to your subconscious prior to sleep that you wish a certain specific thing accomplished. That is what I would do when I was in the process of buying my house. I always impressed upon it right before I went to sleep and most mornings when I woke up. You will be delighted to discover that forces within you will be released, leading to the desired result. Here then is a source of power and wisdom which places you in touch with omnipotence or the power that moves the world, guides the planets in their course, and causes the sun to shine. Your subconscious mind is the source of your ideals, aspirations, and altruistic urges. It was through the subconscious mind that Shakespeare perceived great truths hidden from the average man of his day. Undoubtedly, it was the response of his subconscious mind that caused the Greek sculptor Phidias to portray beauty, order, symmetry, and proportion in marble and bronze. It enabled the Italian artist uh, Raphael to paint Madonna's and Ludwig van Beethoven to compose symphonies. In 1955, I lectured at the Yoga Forest University, Rishikesh, India, and there I chatted with a visiting surgeon from Bombay. He told me about Dr. James S. Dial, Dr. James S. Dial, a Scotch surgeon who worked in Bengal before either or other modern methods of anesthesia were discovered. 
Between 1843 and 1846, Dr. Esdale performed about 400 major operations of all kinds, such as amputations, removal of tumors and cancerous growths, as well as operations on the eye, ear, and throat. All operations were conducted under mental anesthesia only. This Indian doctor at Rishikesh informed me that the post-operative mortality rate of patients operated on by Dr. Estelle was extremely low, probably 2 or 3%. Patients felt no pain and there were no deaths during the operations. Dr. Estelle suggested to the subconscious minds of all his patients who were in, hip, in a hypnotic state that, excuse me, that no infection or septic condition would develop. You must remember that this was before Louis Pasteur, Joseph Lister, and others who pointed out the bacterial origin of disease and causes of infection due to unsterilized instruments and virulent organisms. This Indian surgeon said that the reason for the low mortality rate and the general absence of infection which was reduced to a minimum, was undoubtedly due to the suggestions of Dr. Esdale to the subconscious minds of his patients. They responded according to the nature of his suggestion. It is simply wonderful when you conceive how a surgeon over 120 years ago, and that's 120 years at the time of this, the, the writing of this book, discovered the miraculous wonder-working powers of the subconscious mind. And in our time reading now, it has been almost 200 years. So, so think about it like that. Doesn't it cause you to be seized with a sort of mystic awe when you stop and think of the transcendental powers of your subconscious mind? Consider its extrasensory perceptions, such as its capacity for clairvoyance and clairaudience its independence of time and space, its capacity to render you free from all pain and suffering, and its capacity to get the problem, to get the answer to all problems, be they what they may. Um, and I, I agree because literally right before I started this reading, I had just made me some breakfast and I was about to eat and the, uh, the pain just, start, just gripped my stomach and it happens every once in a while because of you know this and gi issues or whatever so it was really intense and i hadn't felt this kind of pain in a while and i started repeating to myself i am healthy my stomach is healthy my gi tract is healthy and i just kept repeating kept repeating and the pain literally it just it melted away so this definitely is true All these and many more reveal to you that there is a power and an intelligence within you that far transcends your intellect, causing you to marvel at the wonders of it all. All these experiences cause you to rejoice and believe in the miracle-working powers of your own subconscious mind. Your subconscious is your book of life. Whatever thoughts, beliefs, opinions, theories, or dogmas you write, engrave, or impress on your subconscious mind, you shall experience them as the objective manifestation of circumstances, conditions, and events. Let me, let me say that again. Let me read that again. Whatever thoughts, beliefs, opinions, theories, or dogmas you write, 
engrave or impress on your subconscious mind, you will experience them as the objective manifestation of circumstances, conditions, and events. This is why we are using our affirmations to transform our thinking. Because what we want to impress on our subconscious mind is these affirming thoughts. Are these statements that we are trying, that we are using to reprogram our old beliefs? These are the new beliefs that we are wanting to adopt, are going to adopt, and they are, they are uh, going to become or will be our new assumptions. That is the purpose of us, you know, setting our alarms um, several times throughout the day to stop, repeat these affirmations three times in a row, and continue to do it all day long. For me, I am using his technique for from chapter two, where you sit in kind of like a meditative state and you uh, repeat the affirmations that way. I am really kind of doing both. And the purpose is to keep it ever before me. And the first time I did it today, I've, I've done it twice so far. The first time I did it today... Um. I immediately, after I said, because I'm working with about four different affirmations, and after I said them all, I immediately fell into a gratitude rampage. Immediately. So it is literally, it is awesome. It really is. Take some time for yourself. The good thing for me is that I work remote, so I have the time to, to just stop for a couple minutes and do it. I have the time to do it. So my thing is, wherever you have time throughout your day, carve the time. If you work in corporate or if you work anywhere for someone else, you get a lunch and two breaks. That's three times, three times in this day while you're at work that you can stop and do it. You have the morning when you rise, at night before you come to go to sleep, when you get home, that is six different times throughout the day you have. Make that time count. Okay, back to reading. What you write on the inside, you will experience on the outside. You have two sides to your life, objective and subjective, visible and invisible, thought and its manifestation. Your thought is received by your brain, which is the organ of your conscious reasoning mind. When your conscious or objective mind accepts the thought completely, it is sent to the solar plexus called the brain, uh, the brain of your mind, where it becomes flesh and is made manifest in your experience. As previously outlined, your subconscious cannot argue. It acts only from what you write on it. It accepts your verdict or the conclusions of your conscious mind as final. This is why you are always writing on the book of life, because your thoughts become your experiences. The American essayist Ralph Waldo Emerson said, man is what he thinks all day long. What is impressed in the subconscious is expressed. William James, the father of American psychology, said that the power to move the world is in your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is one with infinite intelligence and boundless wisdom. It is fed by hidden springs and is called the law of life. Whatever you impress upon your subconscious mind, 
the latter will move heaven and earth to bring it to pass. You must therefore impress it with right ideas and constructive thoughts. The reason there is so much chaos and misery in the world is because people do not understand the interaction of their conscious and subconscious minds. When these two principles work in accord, in concord, in peace and synchronously, together you will have health, happiness, peace, and joy. There is no sickness or discord when the conscious and subconscious work together harmoniously and peacefully. The tomb of Hermes was opened with great expectancy expectancy, and a sense of wonder because people believed that the greatest secret of the ages was contained therein. The secret was as within, so without, as above, so below. In other words, whatever is impressed in your subconscious mind is expressed on the screen of space. The same truth was proclaimed by Moses, Isaiah, Jesus, Buddha, Zoroaster, Laotz, I butchered that, and all the illumined seers of the ages. Whatever you feel as true subjectively is expressed as conditions, experiences, and events. Motion and emotion must balance, as in heaven, so on earth. This is the great law of life. You will find throughout all nature the law of action and reaction of rest and motion. These two must balance and then there will be harmony and equilibrium. You are here to let the life principle flow through you rhythmically and harmoniously. The intake and the outgo must be equal. The impression and the expression must be equal. All your frustration is due to unfulfilled desire. If you think negatively, destructively, and viciously, these thoughts generate destructive emotions which must be expressed and find an outlet. These emotions, be, uh, being of negative nature, are frequently expressed as ulcers, heart trouble, tension, and anxieties. What is your idea or feeling about yourself now? Hmm. Every part of your being expresses that idea. That's deep. Okay. Your vitality, body, financial status, friends, and social status represent a perfect reflection of the idea you have of yourself. This is the real meaning of what is impressed in your subconscious mind and which is expressed in all phases of your life. We injure ourselves by the negative ideas which we entertain. How often have you wounded yourself by getting angry, fearful, jealous, or vengeful? These are the poisons that enter your subconscious mind. You are not born with these negative attitudes. Feed your subconscious mind life-giving thoughts and you will wipe out all the negative patterns lodged therein. As you continue to do this, all the past will be wiped out and remembered no more. Again, this is why we are using our affirmations. We are impressing upon our mind all of these goodness to help wipe out the negative patterns lodged there. Because as my experience as you start believing these affirmations that you're saying 
when doubt creeps in or unbelief, it's what you have been repeating, these affirmations smashes that. Literally, in my brain, what I've been repeating for about a month is, and it literally just went out of my brain that fast. <laughs> um, I can have absolutely anything that I want, and I am so grateful. So when something negative tries to pop into my head, the first thing that my mind draws upon is, I can have absolutely anything that I want. And it's really forceful when it comes through because it's it's literally telling that negative thought. I can have absolutely anything that I want. So make sure that you are impressing every day, all day, so that when those negative thoughts come up, your your predominant thought that you've been thinking for over weeks and weeks and months and months can pop up and say, hey, I can have absolutely anything that I want. Beat it, dude. Okay, back to reading. The subconscious heals a malignancy of the skin. A personal healing will ever be the most convincing evidence of the healing power of the subconscious mind. Over 40 years ago, I resolved the malignancy of the skin through prayer. Medical therapy had failed to check the growth, and it was getting progressively worse. Worse. A clergyman uh, with a deep psychological knowledge explained to me the inner meaning of the 139th Psalm, wherein it says, In thy book all my members were written, which in continuous work, in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. He explained that the term book meant my subconscious mind, which fashioned and molded all my organs from an invisible cell. He also pointed out that it Inasmuch as my subconscious mind made my body, it could also recreate it and heal it according to the perfect pattern within. This clergyman showed me his watch and said, this had a maker, and the watchmaker had to have the idea first in mind before the watch became an objective reality, which is what I said in my, in, 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 uh, my Manifesting in the Bible series. I literally just said that as I recorded an episode today. God had to have had a thought uh, and visualized it in order to speak it, and it was. So I'm going to leave it there, and you guys can go listen to it. It's the Manifesting in the Bible, episode 10. Um, Yeah. Okay, back to reading. Uh, first month before the watch became an objective reality and if the watch was out of order the watchmaker could fix it my friend reminded me that the subconscious intelligence which created my body was like a watchmaker and it also knew exactly how to heal restore and direct all the vital functions excuse me all the vital functions and processes of my body but that I had to give it the perfect idea of health now Here's my here's my question. I also believe that our bodies are self-healing. I believe this. I believe that God made us and he made us to heal. Bible says by his stripes we are healed, meaning presently we are healed. So as far as I'm concerned, my body is self-healing just like this guy. So why do we go outside of ourselves for healing? 
when our bodies are made to heal inside from inside. That's a thought. That's a thought that I want to think to myself because I just went to the doctor. <laughs> anyway, um, back to reading. This would act of cause and this would act as cause and the effect would be a healing. I prayed in a very simple way as follows. My body and all its organs were created by the infinite intelligence in my subconscious. In my subconscious mind. Uh oh. Sorry, my Kindle's going crazy. It allows, it knows how to heal me. Its wisdom fashioned all my organs, tissues, muscles, and bones. This infinite healing presence within me is now transforming every atom of my being making me whole and perfect now. I give thanks for the healing I know is taking place now. Wonderful are the works of the creative intelligence within me. I prayed aloud for about five minutes, two or three times a day, repeating the above simple prayer. In about three months, my skin was whole and perfect. As you can see, all I did was give life, giving patterns of wholeness, beauty, and perfection to my subconscious mind thereby obliterating the negative images and patterns of thoughts lodged in my subconscious mind, which were the cause of all my trouble. Nothing appears on your body except when the mental equivalent is first in your mind. And as you change your mind by drenching it with incessant affirmatives, drenching it with incessant affirmations, you change your body. This is the basis of all healing. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Psalm 139.14. And this is why one of my affirmations, because like I, I said in a, a video, who knows when ago, um, that I am going to be using the law of assumption to lose weight. I definitely am. So we are at 21 minutes. Um, I think I'm going to keep going. How the subconscious controls all functions of the body. While you are awake or sound asleep upon your bed, the ceaseless, tireless action of your subconscious mind controls all the vital functions of your body without the help of your, of your conscious mind. For example, while you are asleep, your heart continues to beat rhythm, rhythmically, your lungs do not rest, and the process of inhalation and exhalation, whereby your body absorbs fresh air, goes on just the same as when you are awake. Your subconscious controls your digestive processes and glandular secretions, as well as all the other mysterious operations of your body. The hair on your face continues to grow, whether you are asleep or awake. Scientists tell us that the skin secretes much, much more perspiration during sleep than during the waking hours. Your eyes, ears, and other senses are active during sleep. For instance, many of our great scientists have received answers to perplexing problems while they were asleep. They saw the answers in a dream. Oftentimes, your conscious mind interferes with the normal rhythm of the heart, lungs, and functioning of the stomach and intestines by worry, anxiety, fear, and depression. These patterns of thought interfere with the harmonious functioning of your subconscious mind. When mentally disturbed, the best procedure is to let go, relax, and still the wheels of your thought processes. 
Speak to your subconscious mind, telling it to take over in peace, harmony, and divine order. You will find that all the functions of your body will become normal again. Be sure to speak to your subconscious mind with authority and conviction, and it will conform to your command. And this is true for me when I am meditating. If I am meditating and I feel angst, I send a command telling my body to relax. And it does. So that works. Your subconscious seeks to preserve your life and restore your health and restore to mm, restore you to health at all costs. It causes you to love your children, which also illustrates an instinctive desire to preserve all life. Let us suppose you accidentally ate some bad food. Your subconscious mind will cause you to regurgitate it. If you inadvertently took some poison, your subconscious powers will proceed to neutralize it. If you completely entrusted yourself to its wonders, wonder-working power, you will be entirely restored to health. I believe that. How to get the subconscious to work for you. The first thing is to realize that your subconscious mind is always working. It is active night and day, whether you act upon it or not. Your subconscious is the builder of your body, but cannot consciously perceive or hear that inner silent process. But you cannot consciously perceive or hear that inner silent process. Your business is with your conscious mind and not your subconscious mind. Just keep your conscious mind busy with the expectation of the best and make sure the thoughts you habitually think are based on whatsoever things are lovely, true, just, and of good report. Again, this is why we do, we say affirmations. Begin now to take care of your conscious mind, knowing in your heart and soul that your subconscious mind is always expressing, reproducing, and manifesting according to your habitual thinking. Remember, just as water takes the shape of the pipe it it flows through, the life principle in you flows through you according to the nature of your thoughts. Claim that the healing process in your subconscious is flowing through you as harmony, health, peace, joy, and abundance. Think of it as a living intelligence, a lovely companion on the way. Firmly believe it is continually flowing through you, vivifying, inspiring, and prospering you. It will respond exactly this way. It is done unto you as you believe. Healing principle of the subconscious restores atrophied atrophied optic nerves. There is the well-known duly authenticated case of Madame Beer of France recorded in the archives of the medical department of Lourdes, France. I know I butchered that. She was blind. The optic nerves were atrophied and useless. She visited Lourdes and had what she termed a miraculous healing. Ruth Cranston, a Protestant young lady who investigated and wrote about healings at Lourdes in McCall's magazine, November 1955, writes about Madame Beer as follows. At Lourdes, she regained her sight incredibly with the optic nerves still lifeless and useless, as several doctors could testify after repeated examinations. A month later, upon re-examination, it was found that 
that the scene mechanism had been restored to normal. But at first, so far as medical examination could tell, she was seen with dead eyes. I have visited Lourdes several times where I too witnessed some healings. And of course, as we shall explain in the next chapter, there is no doubt that healings take place at many shrines throughout the world, Christian and non-Christian. Madam Beer, to whom we just referred, was not healed by the waters of the shrine, but by her own subconscious mind, which responded to her belief. The healing principle within her subconscious mind responded to the nature of her thought. Belief is a thought in the subconscious mind. It means to accept something as true. The thought accepted executes itself automatically. The thought accepted executes itself automatically. Undoubtedly, Madame Beer went to the shrine with expectancy and great faith, knowing in her heart she would receive a healing. Her subconscious mind responded accordingly, releasing the ever-present healing forces. The subconscious mind which created the eye can certainly bring back a dead nerve to life. What the creative principle created, it can recreate. According to your belief, is it done unto you? How to convey the idea of perfect health to your subconscious mind. A Protestant minister I knew in Johannesburg, South Africa, told me the method he used to convey the idea of perfect health to his subconscious mind. He had cancer of the lung. His technique, as given to me in his own handwriting, is exactly as follows. Several times a day, I would make certain that I was completely relaxed mentally and physically. I relaxed my body, speaking to it as follows. My feet are relaxed, my ankles are relaxed, my legs are relaxed, my abdominal muscles are relaxed, my heart and lungs are relaxed, my head is relaxed, my whole being is completely relaxed. I'm going to try that on my next meditation. After about five minutes, I will be in a sleepy, drowsy state, and then I affirm the following truth. The perfection of God is now being expressed through me. The idea, the idea of perfect health is now filling my subconscious mind. The image God has of me is a perfect image and my subconscious mind recreates my body in perfect accordance with the perfect image held in the mind of God. Mercy. This minister had a remarkable healing. This is a simple, easy way of conveying the idea of perfect health to your subconscious mind. I'm going to try this. Another wonderful way to convey the idea of health to your subconscious is through discipline or scientific imagination. I told a man who was suffering from functional paralysis to make a vivid picture of himself walking around in his office, touching the desk, answering the telephone, and doing all the things he ordinarily ordinarily would do if he were healed. I explained to him that this idea and mental picture of perfect health would be accepted by his subconscious mind. He lived the role and actually felt himself back in the office. He knew that he was giving his subconscious mind something definite to work upon. His subconscious mind was the film upon which the picture was impressed.
One day after several weeks of frequent conditioning of the mind with this mental picture, the telephone rang by prearrangement and I kept and kept ringing while his wife and nurse were out. The telephone was about 12 feet away, but nevertheless, he managed to answer it. He was healed at that hour. The healing power of his subconscious mind responded to his mental imagery and the healing followed. This man had a mental block which prevented impulses from the brain reaching his legs. Therefore, he said he could not walk. When he shifted his attention to the healing power within him, the power flowed through his focused attention, enabling him to walk. Whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. Matthew twenty-one twenty-two. Ideas worth remembering. Your subconscious mind controls all the vital processes of your body and knows the answer to all problems. So I am going to end this here. We're at 31 minutes. Not too bad. So I, I, this was a gem of a chapter. I'm glad I didn't break it up. I hope that you guys have received <laughs> the message of the chapter and why it is so vitally important for affirmations to impress upon your conscious mind to start to send the message of what it is that you want to your subconscious mind. I hope you get that. And I hope that some of the stumbling over the words <laughs> that I had did not piss you off or anger you um, because you're ready to get to the message. I am just one person and this is, you know, I am fallible. So thank you guys for listening. I appreciate the time you took to click on my video and listen to me. And um, I hope you gain what I am gaining from all of this. Because as, as I am teaching you, I am also learning. So thank you guys. I hope that you guys have a magnificent day. I wish you much peace and many blessings. Don't forget to add gratitude as a part of your daily process. I promise you, your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow us on our new YouTube page at The Gratitude Chick. Make sure to click in our description box for a good deal on starting your own dropshipping business with Shopify. Mm-hmm.